0: Welcome to the Circle Debate Championship of the line and Iron MMA Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are back in action finally. I know we took some time off, of course, and but we're back. I hope everybody enjoyed the first of July, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, I am joined by my other hosts, my familia, the greatest MMA podcast of all time here in the West Coast, West Side, ladies and gentlemen, California, baby. That is right. And I have the modest of pain, the ones that bring the pain to you. Not in a cage, but in somewhere around in the floor. That, uh, yeah, be careful. Yeah. that's exactly. He has the trophies right there. That is yeah. right, and that is of course Richard and Alex championship on the line. What is going on, familia? What is going on? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on? How you Feels doing, So fellas?
1: good to be back.
0: That's right. I'm... Everybody, yeah, it's just it's about time, and that's right. It is about time to get that man. The one that brings that rage in that cage, ladies and gentlemen, because he brings that pain to you, especially because he is a phenomenal one himself, Coach Richardson. That's right. What is going on, Coach?
2: I wish I had something smart to say, but uh, I don't. <laughs> not even cool, not even witty. Look, oh, maybe I'll work work it up, wake it up. <clears throat> That
0: is right. Appreciate you very much, parts of the wrestling podcast, Courtney, What is going on? What's going on? Appreciate you guys for joining us here, and shout out to of course to Brazil. That you know, we're like top ten because of Brazil, up in no. Brazil. No, so I thank Brazil <laughs> out there yeah. for
2: keeping us up there, man. I need to and learn we, a little more Portuguese.
0: Uh, yes, we need we <laughs> need to learn more Portuguese. Exactly, <laughs> we have to. But yes, don't forget to, to follow and subscribe, especially on the audio platforms. Thanks to Brazil to have us up there on Spotify. Appreciate you guys for having us up there on this MMA show. Of course, we appreciate you. So we're here, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about what's happening in the next 24 hours in Las Vegas, Nevada, and that is, of course, UFC 290, Volkanovski versus Rodriguez, and of course, the co-main event, Moreno versus Pantoja, and this is going to be, man, this card is stacked. I am impressed with this card. I don't know if you guys are as well but I am impressed of this card so let's see even what the hell's going on with the pc here let's see why is it not removing Jesus ah oh, I guess there we go looks like yeah we're having because everybody's having bad connection because nowadays this right it is all fault
1: yeah all right, really, yeah
0: uh, yes yeah, looks like we all have bad
1: it's the summertime would you expect? it's it's a, it,
0: exactly it is the summertime exactly <laughs> <laughs> but before we even get into the main card there is one preliminary card that i want to get into because we don't even know Ooh. how this is going to turn out to be that is right rob robin is back of course and he's fighting an equal price and this is going to be an interesting fight you know especially seeing of course at the press conference away weigh-in and I'm really invested in seeing what Lawler has left, of course, we already know, of course, from his last fight. But I'm in- interested in knowing you guys' thoughts, who will win this, especially in his welterweight bout. And could this be the last of Robbie Lawler in UFC, maybe overall, in the mixed martial arts world? So that's just the biggest question there. So I'll kick it out with you, the former course champion of all time, Rickard. I'll second to you nothing at the you the fight time but i'll get to you by time
3: um you know robbie Lally is kind of pretty much in the end of his you know career i know his last fight he got knocked out or tkl in the second round but he's pretty much done it all i mean you know decorated uh fighter in the ufc even before that fighting and strike force and stuff i mean there's nothing really left to do besides close that book and end that last chapter and i think if he wins here it's just best to ride off the sunset because really nothing to prove what else does he have to do to have that legendary status he already is a legend and then nico be perfect for him to beat someone like robbie lawler to have that name under his belt and nico honestly hasn't been so hot too his last few fights it's kind of back and forth win loss win lost two losses in a row then a win here so he really need, needs this as well his back is against the wall uh, he was a hot prospect and right now his last what Fight, he has three losses and one win in a no contest. So it's so, yeah. not looking so hot for him. So he needs this, but I'm still gonna root for Robbie Lawler for sure to get hopefully get the knockout because I'm a big Robbie Lawler fan. And I would love for him to get this win and right off the sunset.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Horace, oh, a five time, five-time champ right here. Alex, take it away, brother. Uh yeah.
1: Um actually this is his last fight. Um, this is his retirement fight, so this is gonna be the end of his career for him. Um, they always say that. <laughs> no, but I think they said it's I um, yes, true. I know. But uh he has announced that this will be his last fight. Um obviously yesterday he was inducted into the UC Hall of Fame. So I mean obviously it's a, you know, if he could get this win, it'll be you know, what a, a great ending to his career, you know, getting inducted to the Hall of Fame and then winning his last fight. T Mobile Arena doesn't get better than that. Um, you know, he's got a tough fight in him. Nico's very tough. Um, we'll bring the fight to him. Um, but you know what, man? I'm going to go with Robbie on this one. I think he's going to get it done. It's going to be a really fun back and forth action fight. And I think he pulls him with a decision.
0: Yeah. I, I, am totally with you guys. I I feel, you know, hopefully Robbie will have a great, you know, ending fight here in UFC. Hopefully that's really it. And I hope it is. And Bellator, don't try. Or P you know, or or PFL, none of that. Don't not try to go after this man unless he needs the money, or unless <laughs> the Paul brothers would try to be like, hey, let's do a boxing fight. Why don't we do that? Right? No, just Lawler stay retired. I, I can
1: see him doing bare knuckle. I, yeah.
0: maybe bare knuckle. Yeah. Maybe I can see him doing it. <laughs> Rage.
4: Rage. I, can't,
0: uh. I can't. That's why he's best for last. I don't want to hear what he has to say, but I can see that. I Robin sh- should stay retired. Maybe, you know, i have, you know, have his camp going, be ahead of a camp and, you know, start training the future. You know, we yeah. know, coaching. you know, a lot coaching is probably the best way for his, his direction. And heck, this guy, man, what can we say about his career? And I'm happy that he is in the hall of fame. Well-deserved, you know, um, yeah. it, it is a fantastic hall of fame. Honestly, the whole lineup is actually great. I should love it now. Uh, but I'm really, really happy for Lawler and I'm hoping he wins and, and his career this way and with a win. Unfortunately, it's not in Mexico, of course, is in Las Vegas because we already know that, you know, you gotta, it's kind of hard to, you know, do anything in Mexico at this moment. But we, that's another subject. That's a politics situation. But we're not talking about that. Talk about NMA. But yes. <laughs> it's
3: um, cool. Las,
0: Las Vegas has their own Mexicans there, so we're good.
3: We're everywhere. Exactly.
0: We're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <you're good. laughs> but man, that's right. Can't but escape I'm, us. Yes. I, I, uh, I see Lawler is by decision. Um, Nico is—he's he's another up, up, upcoming man, but I rather—I rather have Lawler get a win and you know drop them gloves and saying thank you everybody, and then move on. That's the best thing I can say for Lawler. But I'm hoping, wishing him the best and but for his, you know, for his retirement, and hopefully he wins in this one. Who knows?
1: And he's 41, so
0: exactly for his age as well, for 41. But I mean, the guy started—wow, started wow, how, well, very young.
2: Very, yeah. very young. He's been a professional fighter since he was 19 years old.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. And he uh, he fought in the UFC before yeah. it was Zufa. Yeah. Uh, so he has a tremendous career. Uh, he was one of the original, one of the pioneers. Uh, just phenomenal. And he is always an exciting aggressive finisher or you know mostly his career you know 41 years old that's crazy to be fighting at that age right so if you think about 19 and he's been fighting for 22 years professionally that is crazy Yeah. Uh, I'm thrilled that he's in the hall of fame. He's always been one of my favorite fighters. Uh, he's one of the guys that you can point to as a coach to say, yeah, do that. Be like that. Um, the guy he's fighting Nico price. Uh, this is a good retirement fight for, for Robbie. I hope Robbie wins. I hope Robbie wins by a violent knockout. Um, Nico had promise. Uh, I don't think he does anymore. I think he missed his, I think he missed his shot. Um, I don't know what happened in his personal life. I don't know what happened with his, his training, but, uh, he, you know, he, it happens in, in professional sports. It happens in professional fighting a lot, um, to make it a professional fighting, you got to do everything right. And the stars have got to line up for you. And, uh nico has done not everything right (laughs) and some of the stars didn't like him so uh yeah so i'm hoping robbie wins i'm hoping he goes out on top i hope uh i hope it's spectacular
0: yeah absolutely i hope so too and which is looking forward of seeing the hall of Fame, seeing everything else was going over the hall of fame especially so best of luck lawler and stay retired be a coach do not do not go to Bellator do not go with the Paul brothers and fucking fight no
2: no yeah i think i think he would be phenomenal at bare knuckle um but 22 years is is more than enough for yeah. that kind of you know for the kind of abuse and the toll it takes on your body uh he's he's done great and i hope He's financially set so that he can uh, enjoy time with his family and just have a great retirement.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, now it's time to get into the
2: main card now.
0: Let's get into the main card of this incredible upcoming fight. And it's crazy and that...
2: Go I'm, I'm sad that uh, JDM, he, he, his original oh, fight yeah. fell yeah. through and then his replacement fight fell through. Yeah. Um and
0: I like that. That's who that's who Courtney. That's right. Shout out to Courtney, man. That's the sister right there, the Support of the of the
2: yeah, show. Thank uh, I I uh Courtney's clearly never heard Robbie speak, so Yeah. he could be a man. He could be
0: a stuntman. He could be a stuntman, he could be, he could he could be an advisor.
2: Um but I don't you know I'm I don't, about don't an think actor, he's any. you know. <laughs> he lives in the Midwest, and I think he's going to keep it that way. Um, or he's in Florida now, right? I, I believe whatever. so. Yeah, yeah he's, he's in Florida. Florida. Yeah, he's nowhere near La La Land. Um, oh, JDM. Jack Della Magdalena. Uh, <laughs> hands down the best boxer in uh, MMA. Not just the UFC, yeah. but in all of MMA. He's he's the most talented and refined boxer we've seen in the sport so far. Uh, with the exception of... Uh, lights out (laughs) with James Tony, but, uh, that was a one and done. Um, (laughs) yeah, his, uh, his original opponent fell through for whatever reason. And then the replacement, uh, had like some life-threatening brain stuff that was discovered on, on the pretest, the the medicals. So I'm sad because uh, I'm a huge JDM fan, but, uh, that's enough of that. Let's go. Let's get to the main card.
0: All right. Let's get into it. Now we're gonna get into it. Of course, the main card. We have five, of course, incredible fights. It is. It's. It's. It's amazing. There's no feet, You know. There's no females in this main card at all.
2: But you know.
0: Yeah. It's. we're, we're gonna have a debate base center of that for sure because there's a lot of things. I mean, on top Bo up, but... Nickel's
2: on the card. Oh.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, let's get into it. Speaking of the middle big, well, of course we have Bo Nickel versus. Val Waterburn, of course. As you can see, the, the, the betting are right there, minus 2,100 and plus 1,100 for Val. That's, I'm just like, what? Okay. That really got kind of an like, alright. But I want to let you guys break this down. Of course, Rickard, talk to you, baby. Who do you got in this middleweight bout? Who takes the win here? Break it down. Val.
3: Oh, jeez. I mean, I just kind of, <laughs> it's kind of, it's, it's, obviously, a lot of people think Bo's going to get the win. Um, you know, most of his wins are by submission. Who would have think? You know, a wrestler taking it to ground, and going for subs. Um, two, three, uh, three, of his, three of his wins are by uh, submission. He's, he's perfect right now, four and zero. A lot of hype on him, obviously, for what he's done in his college career. A three-time national champion. His first uh, time going to the nationals in Division One for Penn State. He got silver, so he was already a stud out the gate and had a stellar career. Most of those guys end up becoming successful, winning national championships, Try to go, you know, to Olympics. He did, didn't make the team at uh trials back in I think in uh, was it twenty twenty, losing to Dave Taylor. Who Dave Taylor and becoming a gold medalist himself, so no shame to that. So what do you do from there? Let's transfer MMA, gets his win, goes in a Dana White contender series, gets signed immediately. Then his last fight, impressive beating a veteran like Jamie Pickett. Now mm. he's going to face you know Woodburn. And all these guys, if you see on Instagram, social media, are laughing. Who the hell is uh, Valentine Woodburn? I, I had the same question. I look him up, but you know he's a guy coming up. He has his chance. Of course, he's going to say yes and fight Bo. Uh, he's seven and zero himself. He has a knockout power, so for sure he's going to try to keep it standing up if he can versus Bo, which is going to be a tough challenge to handle that night. But if he does, he could probably get the knockout. Five of his seven wins are by KO, and he does. You know he could go to the ground as well. He has submissions under his belt, so. Should we shouldn't disregard Woodburn. Never know what can happen, especially in the Spartan MMA. But right now, the stars aligning for Bo to get a quick submission in the first round. Mm, okay, all
0: right, all right. Former champ Alice, break
4: it down
1: Uh, yeah. Um. By the way, I love the name Valentin Woodburn. Uh, I think it's a that's an awesome name. Uh, right away, I think this guy is. Uh, you know, he's got seven fights in his record. He's got four fights as an amateur, so he's got the experience, he's got the match time. He's, you know, obviously, it's a big step fighting UFC. You know, it's a big stage finding those lights, um, making his debut. Um, you know, and uh, and, it, and, it, and it's a short notice fight. You know, he's not the original opponent, he replaced uh, I forgot who else who's both who supposed to fight, but it took the fight at what two weeks' notice, right? I think it was two weeks. I think he took the fight,
0: uh, very, very short, short. yeah.
1: Yeah, so, sure obviously, the cardio is the main thing for me. I see how he's going to stand. If he can defend takedown and keep it in a stand-up, uh, Bo's stand-up isn't all that. And uh, if this guy can keep it at the ground, I think he can knock Bo out. But it's a big if if he, if he can defend those takedowns. Um, but you know what, man? I'm uh, feeling, uh, feeling my, my takeout. I'm going to go with the underdog in this one. I think he catches Bo coming in. And uh, I go first round KO for Wimber.
0: Wow. I honestly, uh, I, I, I can't disagree. <laughs> it's everything what you just mentioned is, uh, is
1: facts. And- it's a big if, and- but I think if he could defend it, if he could defend yeah. his takedowns, if he lands a yeah. shot. But he is fight ready because even what I was reading right
3: now that he was going to be in a Dana White contender series on August 29th. So, you can say he is at least somewhat close to, you know, fight-ready, shape-ready, because he is training. And, oh, yeah. then, you know, they offer him this. Of course, yeah. he wants to take the fight versus Bo instead of going to contender series. So he
0: looks in shape. Yeah, he does. I'm Like I he said, that's where too. really shocked me, the fact that the betting odds and how, like, they're really good. <laughs> Plus 1100, Jesus. And my I'm just like, I, it's – But, you you know, both of you guys have good battle points. It, it's tough for me to even decide, because I'm not even familiar with Woodburn either myself. Uh. But I mean, we've seen Bob at what he's done, especially the last fight he had. performance of the performers of the fight, like the proper of the night. I, I I'm, I'm playing safe. I think I'm. I'm really gonna go. I might go. I'm gonna go with Woodburn decision. I have. A, I think Bob will put something up. <laughs> yeah. but I'm gonna have to go with Woodburn decision on this one. I think how you mentioned he's hungry, especially for that. That we're gonna be participating on a Dana White on August twenty, you know, fight night, August 29th. This could be the – hey, this is, could be the one he could be noticeable right here on this one. And, de- you know, and defeating, you know, Bo Nickel, that will be huge for him. And we'll give him, of course, an opportunity more than where he's given now. So – but looks like I'm going to have to go with Woodburn decision on this. I'm playing safe. Phenomenal one,
2: Coach Rage. So uh, normally when we do these shows, there's, there's a handful of people that I'm not terribly familiar with. So I I will go and watch some of their fights and review and get an idea. This card is not like that. This card everybody on the main card I'm very familiar with. I didn't have to research or review but so I I had time to to look up Val Woodburn and uh, he is a regional champion out of Florida um, and like everyone said he's he was scheduled for uh Dana White's contender series and uh decided to take this opportunity the sure thing in even if it is with one loss on your record um, Woodburn cannot defend takedowns and the matchmakers know that the match I, I mean I I've, I've watched and it, it, He's he uh he's what he looks like. He's a big, strong, athletic dude that hits hard. He's not very skilled, he's not very talented. I mean, he's he's talented, but he's not very skilled. Yeah. Uh his his striking, he hits hard, but there's very little technique. Uh his footwork is lacking and his takedown defense is is not it's not even like UFC level, let alone Bo Nickel level. Um, I think the odds are right on this one. I think from here forward, they are going to spoon feed Bo Nickel uh, to get him to the top 15 ranking. I think in the first couple fights in the, in the top 15, he's going to do what he does. When he gets to ranked about 12, and this is my prediction of Bo Nickel, He's going to meet a real striker who can defend the takedowns and he is his his, his anatomy is going to change his brain function is going to change everything his faith in himself in the world and, and the universe is going to change. He's going to get fucked up. <laughs> um, he. He is overly confident, overly arrogant. Yeah, I get it. You're an elite wrestler that you have a strong pedigree. This is not wrestling homeboy. This is MMA and he's looked good. He's looked very good coming in, especially considering how little experience he has. The thing is though, he doesn't have as little experience as everyone says, because he's a professional athlete transitioning into MMA, you know, the collegiate level. And when he wrestled at Penn state, that is professional athleticism. No, technically it isn't. It's collegiate. Yeah, I understand that. But the training in a, in a collegiate wrestling room is second to none. Mm-hmm. I, well, maybe second to the Olympic Training Center. Uh, so he's been, a, he's been a high-level athlete for at least a decade before even learning how to throw a punch uh anyway the the UFC has plans for him uh American Top Team has plans for him I just think the sport is changing yeah and he's gonna find out the hard way but on Saturday it's gonna be I I think it's gonna be super easy for him I I think it doesn't even get out of the first round I think he uh goes in fakes a strike gets a takedown Gets top position, ends at ground and pound. um, That's what I see happening. Mm,
0: okay. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this fight. I'm, really, <laughs> I'm looking forward. And we'll be chatting, obviously. I, you called call the riot. Be chatting, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. So we got the second fight, of course. So tonight we got the lightweight bout. Jalen Turner versus Dana Hooker. And these betting odds is not, for me... It, it makes sense. I don't. I, I I like the odds. I mean, you know, minus 280, Turner, hooker, plus 235. I like it. But, man, Rickard, take it away. What do you got on this one, brother?
3: Well, I know, you know, it's a catchweight you know, at 158. Um, Turner, you know, is coming off a loss. But before that, you know, he was impressive five wins yeah. in a row. Uh, you know, out of his 13 wins, he has a knockout power nine out of 13. Um, why is it, why is it a catchweight? Uh, let's
0: see. That's a good question i am
1: going to see what, what's going on here. Oh, Turner weighed in heavy. Turner weighed okay. in 158. There you go. Oh. He was two pounds over, so the twenty percent of his purse went to uh, Hooker.
2: Damn, Damn. son.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Hook
3: Hooker's already winning off the gate by getting that twenty percent. Um, you know, Do you guys Hooker
2: understand is... how much how much money I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry to hijack that. But, but... Holy! As a coach, this shit drives me crazy. You know how much coaches get paid from their fighters in MMA. It, it's By a range, percentage. but it's percentage. percentage. Yeah. So percentage. you got two coaches. Each of them get about five percent. Sometimes more. Sometimes the head coach gets ten percent. The second corner gets five percent or eight percent. They're, they're di- All right. So you're gonna miss weight and pay your opponent. Twice as much as you pay your coaching staff.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
2: Yeah.
4: Well, no. no way, homie. So,
2: I don't know what's up with, with Turner, but, like, guys, the economics of this shit, man. Like, the most important people are the people in your corner and the people that coach you up, and you're giving them 5%, 10%. Then you've got your manager and you're giving them 15% yeah, than taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right? how you're going
0: to be a little upset.
2: That's and you're going to get yourself fined and, and and give away another 20%. Man. Okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, Sorry. No, but, I mean, you make sense. <laughs> I
0: would have been, too. I would have been... The fuck? Hmm. What <laughs> <laughs> that's how i would have been what the fuck really you're gonna do that to me to my pockets i found that
1: training of a... but yeah go ahead rick but it's you gotta think about it too that's what the commission wants to pay it's not like he wants to pay 20 right mission but well, don't no. miss the weight
2: uh yeah, yeah. make yeah. weight make, make
1: weight
3: sure, <laughs> <laughs> no it's true And didn't like that's, you know you picked that's a G- how you U saw before. that yeah exactly right
1: just make the it's weight like,
3: I was compared to, it's like a cardinal sin. You would see all these fighters, you know, talking almost, even if it's not even their opponents, they're almost disgusted at people not making weight, you know, we're a professional level in UFC and you're missing weight by two pounds. And it affects you and it affects your team. Like Rage was saying financially, you know, I think any level, I, even my little high school career, you know, I had teammates that miss weight and coach kicks their ass out of the room. Just missing a pound. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Is, uh, Jay, Jalen Turner is like nine feet tall, though, right?
0: Uh, let oh, you know tall. right now, he is six a six. He's, he's a six six.
2: Three. Six three. Six three mm-hmm. at one hundred fifty five pounds. He's a big <laughs> lightweight. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Hookers just three. A lot 26. of heavyweights aren't even yeah. six three. <laughs> Some of the light heavyweights aren't even six three. <laughs> and this guy's over here. At 155 pounds. Well, 100. Jeez. What is the catch weight? 158? 158? Yeah, 158. 158. 158. I don't know, man. I really like Turner, too. But uh, I don't know. Maybe he has a good reason. Maybe he's yeah. pregnant. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, think, Rage? I, I want to ask you real quick,
3: Rage an opinion. We've seen this, you know, with Kevin Gaslam, who has like, Numerous times couldn't make the weight. to one point, they told him to go up a weight class. You yeah. think if it happens here, especially in a UFC level, if a guy misses weight twice, they should just automatically bump up to weight.
1: They should be forced um, up.
2: Yeah, I think. Uh, I think you miss weight one time, you get bumped up. Yeah, uh, it, it's ridiculous. And weight cutting is a problem. Everyone cuts too much weight. Everyone is just stupid about how they do it um if you look at professional boxing that's the model we should be following not Mm. i I got distracted by what cage said down here uh Ah, (laughs) chemayev right i told you you had a good excuse it was it was extra pounds by osmosis um (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you've got college athletes wrestling multiple times in a month, and they never miss weight, right? Now, I understand they're younger, blah, 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 but come on, man. It's it, it, it's a problem. It's a problem. It, it, it costs everybody money. It causes problems with the, the promotions. It causes problems with the the betting, it, it, it's just, it's a, it's a mess. And, you know, I was uh, talking to a friend of mine and we were discussing how MMA fighters should be engineered and designed and every aspect of their training should be, it should be like Formula One.
4: Like mm-hmm. if you guys
2: are familiar with Formula yeah. One, they have like Formula engineers yeah. on the team and they got all these guys, little heads, right? But it's like you're trying to build uh, an F1 racer in your uncle's fucking garage, you know? And that's kind of what we got going on with MMA. And uh, it's all over the place with with, uh, the coaching and the strength and conditioning nonsense and the nutrition. Nutrition is terrible. And with the weight cutting, when you cut weight, the way most fighters cut weight, it destroys your metabolism. It destroys, it it crashes your testosterone. Uh, Most UFC fighters have a lower metabolic rate than average people where athletes almost unilaterally across the board have a higher metabolic rate. So it's because of the, the weight, weight cuts. And there's also research indicating uh, TBIs, traumatic brain injuries, also, have an adverse effect on uh, on metabolic rate and testosterone. But uh, we're not going to stop getting hit in the head, but maybe we can eat better and not cut weight so badly. Yep. That answer your question? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just fucking talking. Right, huh? God damn. <laughs> Love <is the> <laughs> hey, we, took, we took
0: a break, when we took a vacation, but we're here, we're back.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> you said your coma was like a dream, but now you're in a nightmare.
4: I don't know. I'm in a dream. I'm in a, I'm
2: in a reality where I missed hey, it. Is. Does everybody know what happened? Should we let the, the audience in? Oh, yeah,
0: they already, The audience already knows. Do you want to tell them. the
2: story? Because, I mean, yeah, some people know because they, they watch the videos on Instagram and whatnot, but uh, Ivan was in a car accident. Uh, well, he was hit by a car. Uh, and he was in a coma for three days. And apparently that entire time, he said he was dreaming of me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, anyway, oh, man. Uh, we're glad I, I that you're well. We're glad today. that you're safe, and we're happy that uh, that we're back on. Appreciate you. Appreciate and as soon
3: it. as that happened, he walked up immediately. Yeah,
2: right.
1: <laughs> His first words were rage. He's, he's, being <laughs> rage.
2: he's like, "Wake up!" <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> uh, somebody in the middle of their analysis i'm sorry
3: oh, go ahead okay so no i love it like you were saying that would be great if they did that you know format in boxing where you had the middleweight super middleweight and you know because these guys are killing themselves you know making his weight classes and same thing one fc kind of changed their dynamics so these guys aren't cutting weight as much they are going their natural weight so i wish you know UFC kind of adopted that style maybe in the future yep. but for now, uh, you know, Hook, Hooker, like I said, you know, Turner, five wins in a row, then comes a loss at a split decision. Uh, it was very close. A lot, many people thought Turner got the win, but
0: I didn't get it. Drill, I remember that fight. right? Yeah.
3: So it was very close, very reason thin. And this, this is a good for him to come back. You know, a Hooker also hasn't won his last fight, but it's been sort of rocky. Um, but look at the guys whose Hooker's facing. Yeah, you know, He's losing to uh, Makachev, you know, who got uh, – submitted by in the first round. Then he loses to Chandler with that devastating first round knockout. Uh, he's losing his style for sure, but he's yeah. losing to the best in the world, top five guys and a champion here. So he's right there where he's having some challenges, but then when he faces the guys maybe from five to 10, he's destroying them. But this is a good matchup for Hooker too. If Hooker wins this fight, his name is always back in that title, you know, that circle of maybe getting a title shot, which I do believe. I still think Hooker has a chance to really, you know, throw his, uh, his ring you know his ring in there and get a get a chance he's only 33 uh, i still think you know he has enough time to hopefully get a chance uh, to a table shot but like i said either guy this is a big win if turner wins he's back in it and hooker wins but you know it, this is a toss-up for me I, I i'm just gonna go off my heart and i'm a big fan of hooker i think hooker takes it uh, i think it'll, it'll go to the decision i think turner will still hang in there and it's gonna be very close but i think hooker takes it by decision
0: uh I I'm with you. With I get uh, valid points. The only thing for me is just Turner should have won against Garmont. That was a good fight. I think he won that fucking fight. Did I, but yeah, you know, of cool. course, the decision, of course, yeah. uh, judges, of course. But we're not getting into that. I don't want to, you know, be checked. But this is a good fight. I think this is good fight. You, you've made battle points, Richard, especially for these two that are both in the, in the rankings. You got Turner at 11. You got Hooker at 12. I mean, this is Uh, with this win could put him up once again how you mentioned and you know be in that top you know contendership hopefully you know they the line but I'm gonna go with Turner man I want Turner to get this win the guy deserves it for me Hooker okay get me wrong the last two fights he had he looked great of course the last fight he won with a kick of course with a TKO but it just for me I just I may may not look at the same how other people and just for me Hooker doesn't really has not really developed to me more than what Turner has and Turner is a hungry <laughs> hungry person that he want he, he for him to be in that 11th in ranking he should be up there and that last fight mm-hmm. that was impressive so i feel that he could he could really bring that to Hooker look Hooker will give him a good uh, will give him a good time but i i still i feel that and i hope the judges make the right decision Especially in Las Vegas, this man should win. Turner should win, but I'll play it safe. I'll take the decision, but I want Turner to win this one. I think he'd, I get your point about the Hooker Richard, but I've. Yeah. I think Hooker is on with the old, in with the new with Turner, and I would rather have Turner get up there. Yeah. So I rather take Turner and rather go with him with the win. Former champ, who do you got?
1: Um, yeah, uh, Turner. Turner's really good. Yeah, I think he's well rounded. Um, Uh-oh. really good. His ground game's really good. Submission games are good. Um, you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yep, we go got
2: his internet uh, connection, uh, yeah, great. Is, is, <laughs> game's really
1: right? I apologize. But well, go ahead, continue. but uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go with Turner. Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, Turner's ground game is really good. I think it's he's very well rounded. Striking's really good, um, and yeah, I agree with Ivan. Hooker's game never really evolved. His he's, he's known as a really good striker, um, and that's pretty much it. He's a good striker, and that's pretty much it. We've never really seen him in his ground games, wrestling. Um, I think Turner's just too above uh, better skill set than him. So I'm gonna go turn this, but I think he gets it done by decision.
0: Yeah, I mean and, and, I mean for Bakley, what he said. Shout out to Bigley, I know he couldn't join us tonight because he's obviously out of town. But he is the winner of this fight he apparently gets Grant Dawson. That's what he's letting us know. So I'm okay. But um I don't think yeah.
2: either of these guys get by Grant Dawson. Uh, well, I don't I, I well, the floor my, is yours, Coach. They got away. Yeah, here we go. Um, <laughs> I think this fight i think it's so close like really close hard to hard to pick a winner here so the one stat that is most significant in mma is age uh the older fighter usually loses the older fighter here is hooker so statistically i should go with turner the other thing uh from my bias Turner's a SoCal boy. He's <laughs> he's one of us. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going with I'm going with Turner. And then finally, the other thing, reach doesn't usually matter. It's not usually very significant in MMA because it's nullified by grappling. So reach is is very important in striking and kickboxing, especially. But I think this is going to be more of a, a kickboxing match than an MMA match. Uh, Hooker not exactly known for his uh, great takedowns. Um, and it's going to be hard. To, it's always hard to take Turner down because of his height. Because he's yeah. so damn tall, you're lifting him off the ground and his feet are still on the ground. <laughs> it's like, ah! um, So I think it's going to be a split decision win for, for Jalen Turner.
0: Yeah. And definitely like, I'm looking forward to seeing this is going to be a, actually the fight. Hopefully it could be fight of the night. Who knows? It, but... It's
2: so freaking frustrating to be bigger and stronger than another fighter who's taller than you. And you pick them up and their feet are still, and you just can't get them. Yeah. You can't tip them over because their goddamn legs are so strong and long. and, See, they call him the tarantula, but it's because he likes tarantulas. It's not because he's got spider legs, so, but he does <laughs> have spider legs.
0: <laughs> so, Hooker's what, six feet tall, and Turner was six, three, basically. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I mean but
2: his legs are nine feet long. So well, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, that's that's about a point. That's it's, the, it's called like, MMA
2: math. That's how that, that
0: works. No, no, indeed. Indeed, coach. That's why you're the coach. That's why you're the phenomenal <laughs> one. That's right. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. Now it's time to get into the third fight. Let me pull up here. Alex, you freeze on us again? Alex, still there? <laughs> he's a, he's, a, he's <laughs> there. We got the middleweight battle course: Robert Whittaker versus
2: uh, Dricus wait, wait, I'm sorry to interrupt again, but you two are on the same internet connection, right, brothers? Yeah. we don't have any problem. Oh,
1: look
0: with- to us!
2: He's not out of town; he's in town, actually. So tomorrow he leaves out of town. So, close, there you Alex, go. it's got to be your your device. Stop watching yeah, porn, brother. So cool. We're we're doing a podcast <laughs> right now.
4: No, please, I rate it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, our other family
0: right here, ladies and gentlemen, Cole, That's right, Bakley, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. What's going on, Bakley? <laughs> oh. What is
2: going on, guys?
0: That's right. Well, yes, we got this middleweight bout, of course. Uh, winner, what's sir. going
2: on is we're all making fun of Alex for having a fucked up <laughs> internet connection. <laughs> Five-time former champion has all this information, <sighs> you can't get it across. <laughs> none, none of your picks count right now because none of us know what you said. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make it. a pick.
4: Be, I'm gonna make a pick before he does.
0: <laughs> love it, man. Let's get into the third fight. Question: about Robert Michael versus Beric- Can't pronounce the last name, so excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Duplisea. Oh, nice.
2: Duplicy, thank you. Thank you, make it, make it. But man, I'm never gonna learn how to say his name. I mean,
4: it's I'm Drake. I, it's it's no, Drake Duplicy. It's too much
2: effort. He's gonna. He's not, he's not going to ever be champion. He's not. Oh. Fuck that guy. <laughs> and he's what? He's from South, South Africa. Oh, there you go. South Africa, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Awesome. Okay.
2: We could call him DDP.
0: Uh, but, uh... <laughs> there you go. but, man, Richard, take it away, brother. Who do you got in this fight? Um, you know, uh, Whitaker, you know,
3: this is, this is another tough fight for me, but I still think. <laughs> Uh, Dupleces or DDP works for me as well, uh, you know, he's looking great, uh, hasn't lost a fight in the UFC yet, uh, defeated his last fight versus Brunson before that versus Till, but I I still think, you know, even with those fights, he struggled a little bit, even, you know, his early fights, I just think Robert Whitaker is in a whole other league compared to Dupleces. I think Robert Whitaker just wrestles him and gets the decision and ends up getting the win. Um yeah, I, I'm going to say Whitaker. I think Whitaker just wins by decision. Uh, I don't know what, I, how many good things to say about Whitaker. Whitaker is the former world champion. I'm sure if he wins this, he'll get his you know rematch versus, um, hopefully uh, versus Israel. Uh, you know, hopefully that Israel doesn't have his member. He lost him twice, but I still think he should get one more shot. Uh, he's getting up there in age. There's nothing much I can say about Whitaker. Uh, he's I'm just a really huge fan favorite of him, and I just think he gets the win versus uh,
4: versus uh, De by decision.
0: Yeah, all right, Definitely like that. Love it. Love it.
4: Vaguely, take it away, my brother. You got Robert Rediker. He's a boxer. He has quick hands, good movement, and of course, he just said he's had two tr- chances at Izzy. I thought he did a good job the second time, but he just couldn't get enough volume out. You got Duplessis. He is very good from the kickboxing range, but then he has very really good uh, jujitsu cardio. But then he has that weird breathing style that he does. It's very weird. It looks like he's tired, but it's just how he breathes. He breathes through his mouth. He doesn't breathe through his nose. But he's like a walking zombie. It's like he looks like he's tired, but then he still outputs the same amount. There's a lot of volume. He's always moving forward, comes at you. He has a great chin. That's what's going to make this a very fun matchup, because I still think that Whitaker gets it done because he's he has very good take down the fence. He has good uh, striking uh, defense as well, whereas Duplessis gets hit all over. He has shit uh, defense for striking. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see Whitaker kind of clinch up with them and throw to the body a lot to try and slow him down a little bit, because I think these guys going to throw a lot. But even though Duplessis might be the better overall striker, because he can, he throws a wide range of leg kicks, I still think that Whitaker is going to do a better shot, of uh, avoiding big shots, evading, throwing at him, connecting uh, in great spots, and doing more damage. Uh, because I feel like he everything he has to do has to be done early in the first round because he starts to slow down round two, round three. Whitaker can keep like the same pace. So I got Whitaker by decision in this one. I still think that C can develop a little bit and then move back up over time. I think he has to get that breathing changed. He has to kind of like be more even keel with the shot taken because he throws the kitchen sink at you early. But I just don't think now's the time.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, it's it's tough to see uh, du- Duplessis. I mean, I, I got a Just for me, it's just a I got Wintergreen decision. That's what I got. But the, the one thing for me is, just, okay, Whitaker wins. What's next? You're number two in the middleweight ranks. <laughs> well, you got to what? Again? I hung, I like, oh, geez, I don't know what else you know? he does. He needs to either move out of that weight class or he needs to do something. Because we, by the looks of it now, it's just like, it's not going to go anywhere, unfortunately. It's like, I, all respect to Whitaker. Sorry to Whitaker. But unfortunately, even if you win this fight, it's not going to get you. Get your title shot. What happens next? Same old thing will happen, of course, the last two fights. An incident
4: there for There's talks about him moving down the, the waterway. There's been talks of that, but then he took this fight, and then I want to take a DDP, but he just struggled against Brad Tavares. He barely won that fight. Then he struck, struggled in the first round against Brunson, but then he was able to get Brunson out
2: in yeah, round looked, two. He looked like he dog just, shit against yeah. Aaron Till. Yeah, he did. That yeah, That was a disgusting he just, fight.
4: He just makes things difficult for himself. Where he just he doesn't do any defense. He just goes right in there, right in front of your face, and tries to be the last one standing. It just at some point
2: it's going to catch up with him.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, um, Alex, did you go
0: yet? Yeah, former champ, take it away.
1: I agree. I'm trying to see Izzy versus Whitaker, so I want the police to win. <laughs>
0: You're just tired of seeing it, but you never have
1: DDP to win instead of Whitaker. Yeah, that's when you want someone fresh. <laughs> oh,
4: no.
2: Jesus. Fickle, fickle, fickle.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wouldn't mind see, seeing Whitaker lose and then have, him, have to have him with these iconic Strickland.
0: Oh, right? <laughs> That'll be something. Because
4: uh, Strickland's getting a loser.
2: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Where is Strickland on the rankings? Number seven. Jesus. Yeah.
1: Well, he beat a guy that wasn't even ranked.
2: Yeah. He, he,
4: he beat a guy with 16 seconds of uh, UFC time.
1: That was
2: it. Yeah. The middleweight, ra- the middleweight rankings are, are, are weird, man. They're funky. Yeah. The is. middleweight division is weird. and The, the reason is because there are a bunch of light heavyweights cutting too much weight to get down there. All right. Yeah. Um, Alex, did you finish? Yeah. You go ahead. Being, being fickle and selfish. and <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to see something new. Yeah. I'm talking um, What's gonna you and that's to a, very, you that's a very selfish position. He'll probably lose. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Um, i think ddp has gotten to where he is because he represents a market that the ufc wants to break into um he's not he's not very good he's not very good and he's certainly not uh deserving of whatever ranking he has um What ranking is he? He's number five. Yeah. Um, I see Whitaker knocking him out, knocking out Duplices. Um, What round does it happen in? It's not going to take that long. It's not going to be that hard. I think middle of round two, uh, Bobby Knuckles does his thing, and uh, DDP goes to sleep. All right. Love it. Love it. All right, it's time for the
0: co-main event. Of course, the rematch. Of course, for the Ugh. UFC flyweight championship title about, Of course, Brandon Moreno, the flyweight champion, defending against Alexandre Pantoja. Pantoja, Pantoja. We say it in Spanish, Pantoja, but Pantoja. I guess you can say it in English. That's what it is.
2: Of hey, course, you, p- you say it better <laughs> than me in any <laughs> language.
0: So. <laughs> I wish we knew Brazilian, but we'll get there soon. We will get there. Yes. But of course we see the betting odds minus 205. Moreno plus 175. Pantoja. Interesting. But man That is interesting. It is. So Rickard, former champ, take it away. Who do you got in on this one? Uh, you know, this is I think it's real, you know, gonna
3: be a real fun fight. You know, I always been a fan of Moreno. Uh Moreno's, <laughs> you know, it's a tough guy.
2: Let's I don't
3: speak. know about that. Okay. Well, you know, no, get out of here. No, I mean, no. no. I really am. I like say the opposite, but Moreno a tough guy, especially in his last recent fights. You know, he's gritty. Really, he really brings it forward. He has a non-stop grind. He really comes, and you know, every time we see him fight, you think he's out, and he comes back. Uh, this, if he was a cat, he would have nine lives. This guy doesn't stop. Um, for sure, you know, he was out of UFC. Pantoja actually defeated him and then got cut from use and he came back. So, and then from there, he's been on a tear and has been champion. He's lost it and got it back. Uh, had great wars versus Figueredo. Uh, and Pantoja right here, he's in a three-fight winning streak. He's looking yeah. good at last three fights. Uh, the guy can do it all with 10 submissions, eight knockouts, 25 wins. He's looking spectacular. This is his moment to really capitalize and, you know, do justice in his career and get the win over Moreno. Um but I still I'm still gonna edge it out and give it to Moreno I think if, especially if his last fight the way he just tore to Kaikari France I mean he just really tore him to a knife going to you know butter hot knife to butter you know with the TKO uh, in the third round and his last fight uh, the uh, doctor stoppage for Figueredo, he's just looking great but then again I'm a little nervous if correct me if I'm, I'm wrong I think his coach was uh what was his coach? I'm losing. I'm losing his name. I don't know if he's going to be in his corner. Uh, we talked about it last last time.
1: Oh, Kraus. Uh, Kraus, yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, right. Krause. He's
3: banned, so he won't be there. So I don't he, know he left so.
4: that. He he left that camp uh, before last fight. He's with the
2: Aridian now. Yeah. So. Who are we with talking all that about?
3: Struggle, you know.
2: Moreno. Uh, Marina. Moreno yeah. Marino. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's got Capitio, yeah, the so, boxing coach, in his in his corner. So.
3: So you go, Newton, you know, with his new camp, he's looking great still. So I'm still going to give it to Moreno. Uh, this is off topic just because I'm not a fan of this guy. And I quote Brenda Shaw once said claims that Pantoja, who's a flyweight, knocked out Makachev, who's a lightweight. Doesn't have to do with this. I just want to say that because I don't like Brenda Shaw. But, anyways,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: God, I don't know where you saw that. I never seen Pantoja knock out Makachev, but I guess in his mind, he saw that.
2: Anyway. Right. A lot of people don't like uh, Brendan Shaw. Yeah. When I heard that, it was... Like, Actually, I does I anyone know? like Brendan Shaw? Nope. Raise nope. your hand. <laughs> nope. Nobody. Nobody.
0: Nobody. 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 I mean, I'll go, of course, me very quick before passing the bacon, But, of course, we have Mexico, so puta madre. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish to you all. Español. Simon Limon. That's right. That's right. Of course, Moreno. Too bad it wasn't Mexico, but unfortunately, you know, because I. But I'm hoping Moreno will come out, of course, with the, of course, with the is going to come out. I'm hoping so. And this is a re, it, this is a more for him. He needs to win this fight. Of course, these two hasn't fought since 2018, so this is something that it's and of course, Pantoja won that fight, unanimous decision. But this is something that Moreno needs to win. I just seeing the press conference and hearing him and just. I just hope it doesn't get the ego out of the best of him. He's very humble, though. But do not get that that being over egotistic of, of you know. Get it? You you sometimes you do have that. However, you haven't fought this guy in 2018, and how Richard mentioned earlier, the last three fights Petosha had been great. So don't under, under, underestimate. That's one thing I will give to Moreno that advice. But I, I I am going with Moreno, and this and I feel this is going to go to. I say. Moreno takes it on the fourth round. There'll be TKO. I say TKO. I think Moreno will take this in the fourth round. But this is going to be another great – uh, this is going to be a good coming event. Uh, these two – man, I just can't wait to see this. This is really, really oh, – I'm fascinated to see this one, and I'm excited because, like I said, they haven't fought since 2018, so this is something that we've wanted to see and to see how it turns out to be. So Moreno – don't let the ego get the best of you, Chingala Mare. Make sure you focus, focus very well, <laughs> Chingala Mare. Take it away, <laughs> <laughs> Bagley. Take it away, bro.
4: Yeah, this is the the Rebel match number three, except for the fact that pantusia has kind of dominated Moreno in the first two matchups, uh, differentiating styles. I actually like what Pantusha has done in the last three fights. He, took care of Manel Cafe, then him and Brandon Royval had a crazy uh, two-round fight, grappling the whole time. A lot of uh, just submission attempts, switch, it, switch outs, reversals. And Pantoja was able to keep up with Royval, and then got the back of him and choked him out. And then in the last one, he uh, he got uh, Alex Prez out with the submission. He, he's had two straight submissions. He's going to be more so about the grapple and trying to get down Moreno because is going to be the better uh, boxer, even though I think Pantoja has more power in his hands. But I feel like is going to look to grapple r- early in this fight. I, I, even though he won his last two fights, I wasn't really impressed too much with Moreno. He was getting very pieced up by Car France, and then he did have that nice placement with the, uh, with the kick to the thigh, that just really, uh, killed Kai Car France and that got the win there. And then in the fight against the uh, Davis and they went four fights. He's coming off a loss. Figueredo seems like he, like he's definitely feeling the effects of the huge weight cut, and that's why he's moving up and he's going to be fighting Dominic Cruz now uh, mm. and up up in the weight class. I feel like that had a big deal with him slowing him down, because you see the evolution or, or the de-evolution of him throughout those fights with uh, Marino. And then the third one, Marino lost, even with the, the big weight cut. And then he had to get the fourth time. He had to beat Kai France just to get back to him, and then he looked good there. But I felt like the familiarity was a big thing with him. But I just feel like Pantoja's coming in here. It's going to be even though... Both these guys have fought each other uh, before. I feel like the money line, it's just it's just going to be hunger for Pantugia. Even though he's beaten him twice, he's going to have this chip on his shoulder knowing that even though he's beaten him twice, he's still the underdog because he's the challenger. And yeah. I think he gets it done with the second or third round uh he I think he makes Marino tap. Ooh. Because I think... Ooh. He has to do it early, though, because it's five rounds. We don't know how Pantoja's going to do over time. I feel like rounds four and five, Moreno will probably be the better guy, but he's going to come out there aggressive, looking to take down uh, Moreno. He might even be successful with the strike-ins, but I just feel like with Moreno, he might come in lackadaisic, knowing that he needs to win this one, and it's going to leave openings for uh, Pantoja. Uh, so I'm ooh. going with the the guy, uh, the challenger and new champion Pantusia by submission. Oh
0: man! All right, I see. I see where you're going, this, cabrón. Hey,
2: <laughs> People of Brazil are listening, so he's going with the Brazilian. You know, it's, it's, hey. it's good for the ratings. Good I know. It's <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. It's all.
0: Hey, it's all fun and games. We already know it's a fun and games. I love it though, but not hey, but. You if it's valid though, what you mentioned. I mean that, that I, I won't deny. It. It's it that's something that More that's what I said. Marino needs to focus and keep his eye on the fight, pay attention to it, don't overwhelm yourself. Just because you're the champ now, don't let the ego get the best of you. That's why I mentioned that earlier, because you got you, you, you have valid points which you said, Bakley. I'm Not saying you're wrong on that. That's why I mentioned that about Moreno, because if he doesn't Uh, You mentioned that could be in trouble for the first two rounds for Moreno, especially in those first two rounds. Very in trouble for that. But good, valid
1: point. Love it. Former champ. Alex, take it away. Uh, Yeah, keep it short. Uh, I see Pintoja. Pintoja's going to come in very overconfident because he's beaten him twice. I think he has a better stand-up than he is, more crisp, more sharper punches than Moreno does. Um, I think he's well-rounded, more better in the ground game than Moreno. So I'm going to go with the new Champ I think he gets it done by decision. Oh we got two already but he's my ones. dark horse, he's been my dark horse since he's you your know, dark horse. Oh my god, I so, he gets it done.
0: Man, okay, all right, that's for sure. All right, phenomenal one best for last. Take it
2: This fight is really close in my in my in my eyes right last time they met was five years ago a lot happens in five years in mma um moreno has lost twice to this guy so that could either be a positive or a negative i don't know moreno has consistently impressed me beating guys that i didn't think he would yeah. um kai carl france is one of the best strikers in the division and Moreno was able to able to find car Francis liver and make short work of him. Uh, he beat Davison Figueroa and the way that he won the last time with the thumb in the eye. Uh, I think that should have been a DQ uh, that uh, obviously it's a flaw in the MMA rule set, but old school boxers, the thumb didn't used to be attached and they would do that shit and uh we changed the equipment sorry guys i keep going off on these rants and tangents <laughs> Fuck. Right. We're here. um so that should have been an eye poke disqualification uh, i don't think moreno should have won that fight but uh he did win that fight i don't know who's gonna like everything that everybody has said so far i agree with uh but when it comes to scrapping and just making shit happen, Moreno has that thing, whatever that it is inside him. Uh, he's able to find a way to win. Uh, Corazon, Corazon. Right? Yeah, 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 right. right? Um, Pento, Pantoha. Pentoja. I don't know how to say his name. Um, He's been really impressive. He looks really good. He's really well-rounded. Uh, and one other thing that I want to point out, I'm actually interested in this fight, which is incredibly uncommon because I usually don't give a flying fuck about flyweights.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
2: know. Uh, unless they're women. Um, yeah, to the
0: archives, you'll see that in general.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Moreno. Uh, I think he gets it done, but I think he gets it done by decision.
0: Really? Yeah. That is right. Love it, love it. I can't wait. Yes, I'm with you too, coach. I'm looking forward to seeing this fight. But also this fight as well, the main event of the evening, of course, for UFC 290 as the unification of the UFC featherweight championship. I put featherweight. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Let me fix that right now. But, yes, the featherweight championship between, of course, Alexander Bokonowski versus Yair Rodriguez. Now this is going to be the fight that everybody's been looking forward to see. Of course, some are already given the prediction, but I'll go right away to just get it out of, out of the way myself. Seeing, of course, the press conference. Of course, would be both of these guys. I mean, Yuri is very humble. We already see Bokanowski ready. It's he wants his rematch with Islam. That's what he wants. He's not yeah. really focused. He. Bokanowski is full of confidence, saying this is going to be his win, and that is it, bottom line. He's going to win this. He's going to unify the belts, and he's going to want his rematch against Islam. So you can tell the confidence and just everything else of Boganowski. This is a tough one for me, the fact, because you have, you know, two great fighters, but, you know, with the heart of your Rodriguez, but you got the knowledge and the way how Volkanovski fought, especially with Islam, gave us that really – that. You know mentality that Volkanovski could maybe could be the one to give Islam that loss. And the way it it's it's tough for me to as much as I Rodriguez I do sorry but I have to go with Volkanovski this one. I feel this might go I say I'll mm, you know, play safe I'll play decision. I'll play decision Volkonowski he unifies the belt didn't surprise he calls out of course, you know, we're going to call him out right there after the fight. Don't be surprised. Won't, I wouldn't be. we'll see that. Man. Now, shout out to the broadcast. That's why. not. oh, man, Australia, what's going on? Hey, that's my boy right there. Appreciate you. All oh, right, yes. Pumper, yes, he's pumped too. Yes, we are all pumped. Brother, appreciate you. Ricker, take it away. Who do you got on this one?
3: Um, This fight, I think, is going to be really exciting But I'm, This is obviously the main event, and looking forward to this one of the most uh Yeah Rodriguez, he just his stand up he's just so dangerous. I mean, we've seen this guy knock out people with elbows, head kicks. Um his last fight, pretty much, you know, did what he wanted to adjust Emmett. Emmett's a tough guy. But stylistically it was almost kind of built for Year to just kinda of pick on part and eventually get the triangle choke in the second round. Um he's looking great and before that he defeated uh or, I mean where Ortega was a shoulder injury, but you know, he's right there. I mean, I think he really does match it with Volk. I don't think Volk should, you know, kinda of look ahead and pass him um i don't think he is either uh he, he is are still very dangerous uh volkanovsky you know his last fight versus islam of course he has a chip in his shoulder like islam was saying let me call it the little guy well you called the little guy and like many people thought you lost um he came out there he embraced the grind he went to the decision um we've seen that with his previous fights with max holloway his fights with uh, uh john jung, uh, Jun jung where he just you know kind of did what he wanted to and especially with the fight with Brian Tega, where he won by unanimous. I mean, this guy, once he takes it to the ground, he works and he does the ground impound. And, and anyone to stand up to is dangerous. Um, by saying that, I think by decision, I think uh, Volkanovski does does it. I think he gets the W by decision. Unless year catches him with something, which is very possible. Yeah.
1: Uh,
3: I think by, by five rounds, I think Volkanovski has a better chance, but round by round and, having a smart game plan by picking him apart, taking him to the ground, tiring him out, and getting the win by a decision. I think that's what happened. Unless he gets caught. You never know. He fought versus Ortega, was looking great, and almost got submitted.
0: That's right. But, you I know, Ortega, or
3: even to this day, Ortega's like, I don't know how. I thought I had it, and this guy, got you know, survived it. So you never know. But I think Volkanovsky gets the, the submission uh, decision
0: win. Mm. Love it, love it. Bagley, take it away, bro.
4: Yeah, I got Berkonoski by uh, decision. I just saw that he's been training. He brought in Blood Diamond to uh, New Zealand to train with him to get that kickboxing, uh, distance style uh, to work with because he knows that he's going to put a guy in the Rodriguez who is going to throw a lot of different style leg kicks. He throws a lot of volume. He never throws the same thing twice. It's always something new from a different angle. Issued a lot of promise with his uh striking with his hands as well. It's all about distance with him and power, but he struggled against guys who can get up close with them. Uh, you saw Max Holloway, a guy that can throw a lot of volume. Those two guys went to war, but it was just Max Holloway wasn't afraid to go, but be aggressive, move forward, take the damage, and then throw more volume back because he was throwing with his hands. You're not able to throw as much. With your feet, uh, Yair throws 60 or 70 percent of the time with his legs right. uh, to 30 percent of the time with his hands. So he's hoping that he catches guys, uh, with a big shot with one of those uh hidden leg kicks that he can catch you with. Uh, Josh Emmett, uh, he's a guy that he was able to take advantage of. Josh Emmett, he's kind of been exposed because he's all about that right hand, I believe it is, where he stuns you and then finishes you, has not got power, but he has holes in his game. You had Max Holly push forward. He was able to do that The Brian Ortega fight. We really didn't get to see too much of it because of the, because of the shoulder injury. Oh, well, that's get, right, yeah. Well, but you got Volkanovski. He's going to press forward. He's going to throw from different angles as well. He's not afraid to get up close and clinch up with you. I think we might see more of the, the grappling side of things from Volkanovski, where he's going to look to take down – Yair at the fence, pull him down and ground and pound him. Some, hold him on the mat, not allow him to get that distance game going, because that's where Yair is very successful at. Uh, you got uh, Woknowski who can kind of fight you in every different angle. He can fight a little bit from a distance. He can fight close up. He's very good with the boxing. He has great cardio, great hand speed, and high volume. This could be an entertainment fight, but I just think that Alexander Volkanovski out volumes him in this. We're not going to see him knock anybody out because that's not Volkanovski's thing. He did knock out Korean Zombie, but I feel like Korean Zombie was there for the pickings, taking a fight on kind of short notice there, having all that damage from all the fights that he's had in his history. Uh, But other than that, Volkanovski's a distance guy. He goes the distance, wins by decision, and I don't see anything different. Mm. I love it. Former champ Alex,
1: take it away. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. This is ways I can see it. just I can see Volkanovsky is dominating him, where the fight goes either ground or stand up. But I also could see Yair catch him or something crazy. Um, I think the plan for Volkanovsky, obviously Yair has really good kicks, so obviously he's going to step in, get closer, eliminate the kicks, get as much close as he can, so he can eliminate the legs. And he's uh, probably going to put him against the cage, box him a little bit. And eventually, with that, I think he'll, he'll catch him. Uh, we'll catch him with a knockout. We want to see a third round. I, I see if catching him and uh, putting him to sleep, and that's it. So we'll go still on this one.
4: Oh,
0: mm. mm, man. It's a phenomenal one. Best for last, baby. Take it away. You coach, <laughs> That's
2: me. Okay. it's me. It's the phenomenal one, coach. Um, I'm surprised that the odds are this close. Right? Um, yeah. Yair looked uh very good against Josh Emmett, but as it turns out, Josh Emmett isn't all that good. So, man one of the reasons that Volkanovsky did so well against Makachev and uh, I think I remember scoring, me personally scoring the fight for Volkanovsky against Mm -hmm. Makachev and one of the reasons he did so well is because he trains with Craig Jones and Craig Jones is a world elite world class grappler. Um, So Volkanovsky is still Training with Craig Jones and training with his normal people. But then he also added in another new coach just for this fight. Carl Van Roon, who is like an 11-time world champion taekwondo specialist. Uh, but the thing about Van Roon is it's not the Olympic taekwondo bullshit. The patty cake and the, the, the foot fencing taekwondo it's uh he's he's taken taekwondo and he's made it combat effective uh he he teaches real boxing in combination with taekwondo kicks and distance management and uh van roon is phenomenal he's an amazing coach and he's an amazing uh he was an amazing fighter um and volkanovsky has been has been training with Carl Van Roon. So I don't see Yair showing Volk anything that he hasn't seen before. Um, I I just, I think this is going to be a walk in the park. I think uh, Volkanovsky is going to keep taking Yair, route, Yair down. I think it's going to look like Frankie Edgar and, and what Frankie Edgar did to Yair. Um, I think it's going to end in round three with Volkanovski dropping elbows from ground and pound on uh Rodriguez's face.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's an unfortunate for a year, but hey, it was fun while it lasted of being, you know, the intern, But, uh, you know, Volkanovski is a whole different story. Yeah. And you and know, i think
2: if if he takes that rematch i think it's going to be decisive i think he's going to destroy uh makachev
0: oh, oh i'm looking forward for that i I, and I hope it does and i hope we do see makovic there in attendance and then we can like i said that could be the case for my seed right here of course we're going to see uh makovic coming you know, be calling out makovic and then he comes out and there you go then that's just the whole thing is gonna happen that's where i feel that it, it it's gonna happen the same thing. There's, might a get chance
4: it, it, there's a chance that if when Volk wins, that they could try and do it in Australia again, since that uh, the Sydney show is going to be in September.
0: That's right. That is absolutely right. I mean, it could be the case. Yeah, it, it, it. I wouldn't be surprised if it does. And I know that Volkanovski would not mind to have that rematch there. So I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind that. So I'm looking forward to seeing. You know. This this card is going to be great. The, the card is fantastic. Uh, you know, some of the preliminary fights are looking great too. Uh, but out of all the fights, out of all the fights, which one is a fight of the night for you guys to guess? So, Richard, what do you think could be the fight of the night? Take it to you first. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick the, the main event.
3: You know, I still think a lot, like all of us agree. You know, uh, could get the win, but you never know if Vier throws something spectacular could catch him. Uh, it's a big possibility, but either way, I think it's going to be an exciting
0: fight. I think this might be fight of the night. Mm. Bigley, what about you? What, what do you think is the fight of the night for you going to be?
4: Are you saying from the main card or just from the card in general? From the main card. Uh, from the main card, I actually think it might be Turner and Herker. I think that might be the fight of the night. Oh, like, okay. I, have, I have Turner and that one, uh, but I think just the stylistic uh, – Matchup is very good for uh, the fans.
0: Oh, I like that.
4: It looks like I'm uh, I'm about to.
0: I'm going to wait on this one, too, man, because I want Turner to win. I chose Turner to win this one, so I hope
4: Turner wins. Better win. He's I mean. been a different guy since he started training with the Gracie's. Ah,
0: that's right. That's right. Yes.
2: <laughs> which Gracie's?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so many Gracie's, right? <laughs> uh, Alex, which was your part of the final night, brother?
1: Pantoja, Moreno, go with
0: that one. Ah, you're going to go with Pantoja and Moreno. That's where you're going to go with the co-main event. Okay. All right. That's for last, of course. A phenomenal coach. Which one to you steal from the, the fight of the night at the main card?
2: I'm going with the flyweights, too. I'm going with uh, Moreno and, and Pantoja, um, which is almost unheard of right I'm, I'm picking the flyweights but i think this uh, exactly. is exactly <laughs> both these guys i mean both these guys are, are champion caliber uh they they're well-rounded they're high energy they're it's just it's it's going to be a, a strong fight so yeah
0: there you go definitely looking forward looking forward but yes there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna go ahead and thank all of you guys for tuning in here. We'll be back next week to give a recap of this incredible card happening in the next 24 hours, of course, in Las Vegas Nevada UFC 290. But we you know do not forget to follow the familia right here. You can't do not forget to follow, of course. of course, the mod of pain championship on the line. Don't forget to follow them as well on the YouTube and the social media platforms, the descriptions right below. We reached an interview, of course, with uh, Honest Sean as uh, Alex was getting punked. I saw that. Oh, yeah, you got punked, Alex. I did see that. <laughs> you, you did get punked. So, I, I, yes, In the description right below. You can also listen to the all the audio, audio platforms as well for all your pro wrestling fans who also do not only just pro wrestling, MMA, boxing. The whole world is gentlemen, of course. The man with the IQ that they White should learn from this man because that's right. That's right. Because Dan Bailey, you can. Of course, find Bakley. The description right below. Cage my IQ. All the the, the social media platforms there. It, his predictions are out as well, on Cage my IQ and on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. He's out there too. His his bets are there out there too. Just follow Bakley on Cage my IQ. Follow this man and subscribe to his YouTube channel as well. Cage my IQ. Subscribe to that. And of course, you want to get that rage, get some pain in that cage. You gotta follow this man. The phenomenal one. But coach, Coach Rage. We're gonna get some ire, ire right there, ladies and gentlemen. Follow this man. He will teach you the way. You'll make you lose some weight. You want to make sure you stay on your weight, because not it's gonna be a whole different story if you don't make it up. <laughs> you gotta make it weight. You have to. It's a must to make sure you do that, because if he doesn't, yeah. But anything else coming up, Coach, for you? Because we've been
2: waiting for to hear from anything coming up this month uh nothing nothing this summer uh september 9th i've got uh two big fights in fighters rep that's right uh, uh yeah got a title fight um and a rematch so uh raymond martinez is rematching cam spencer uh for the light cruiserweight title uh fighters rep yeah
0: Ooh. that's right we got to look into that for sure fighters rep go to fighters rep. just make sure you do. Click on the link below. Rage <laughs> has all of that as well. It's all there in the bottom of the description. Make sure you follow that. And shout out to Brasil. Thank you so much for keeping us up there. We appreciate Obrigato. you guys. Obrigado. And we will <laughs> thank you once again, everyone, for what? Well, wait, we have two twins or what? What's going on over here? Oh my God, here. What's going on, <laughs> Alex? Why do we have two? We have... Oh, wait, where's the other one? <laughs> I know, football. right? That's what he looks like to me, Jesus. I... Oh, those old Motorola that, there he on, is. So there, on, there he goes. There he goes, the corporate champ, that's right. His AOL account crashing. A- a- oh. AOL. <laughs>
2: There's a scratch on his DVD. That's on his CD. It. <laughs> it's a dial-up.
0: <laughs> oh, dial-up. Oh, man, thank you so much, guys, for joining us here this evening. We'll be back here next Wednesday for the recap. Enjoy the rest of your night, your weekend. Enjoy UFC 290, and we'll catch you guys on the next one.
1: Peace.